This is a production of KMmedia.pro. Welcome back to Positive Talk Radio. Our goal is simple, to explore evolving ideas one conversation at a time. So come on over into our world. I know you'll like it, because on today's show... Welcome back. We get to be on Kixie again. This is uh, Positive Talk Radio and our new channel that we get to be part of every Friday at three o'clock is a live presentation on Kixie, which is a, uh, a fellow, uh, a sister station to KKNW. But this is a 50,000 watt station and we, we're, we do this show live just for you. And Eric, how are you today, by the way? Hey, good afternoon, Kevin. I'm doing great. Boy, I got to tell you, when, I, when, when we started doing this show and I said to you, I'm going to bring the best and the brightest to Kixie, I wasn't just fooling around, you know. I, I really have got some great guests lined up for every Friday at 3 o'clock, and uh, I hope that people will stay for that because we're also – we're virtually everywhere these days. Tell everybody where they can find us. <laughs> well, of course, you can listen right here live on 880 AM KIXI. And, of course, we're streaming live online as well at uh, Kixie.com or check us out on uh, Kixie's Facebook page. Or uh, you can find Positive Talk Radio on uh, Facebook and on YouTube and uh, just for good measure, we're streaming to the KKNW YouTube channel as well. So lots of options for uh, listening and watching, listening and watching the show live, <laughs> or Absolutely. come back later at your convenience and listen and watch at any time that you would like. We'll be available for you twenty four seven. That's right, Eric. If I was to tell you that today we have an actress, a writer, a director a podcaster, an author, a philanthropist, whatever that word is. A philanthropist. Uh, philanthropist. <laughs> she's a change agent for the, she's the, for the world. She's got a brand new program called the Global Impact League. Um, she is a beautiful woman, and she's got a really cool head on her shoulders. And mm. if I were to tell you all that, do you have any idea who we'd be talking about? Probably not. No, but I would say it, there's no way someone that busy could possibly make the time to be on the show today. So I know, but <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm so I'm so pleased that uh, Anne Scotland is here with us today Wonderful. for the entire hour. She's she really is doing all of that and and so much more and let's let's bring her in shall we and how are you hi kevin how are you it's so good to see you again it is so awesome you. to see you yes ma'am yes ma'am i gotta tell you given all the things that you do and all the places that you are including i forgot to mention you're a keynote speaker as well as getting out there and talking to a lot of people about great stuff. But what's your passion? Oh, wow. So, well, my, my business coach keeps reminding me that she's like, Anne, you like to do so many things. You got to narrow it down, narrow it down. So she took me on a tour of the many things I do. And she said, I wait until I saw the one that really made your lights come on. And that is about making a global impact. Uh, in this case, very specifically, 
kind of a new um, endeavor, which is teaching and coaching social entrepreneurship. So how people can make a difference in the world, not from a nonprofit perspective, but from a social entrepreneurship, which is really the new cutting edge way of creating humanitarian environmental change um, in a sustainable way. And you're doing all of this. Now, this is new, this this program that you've got. How did this com program come to be? Yeah. So uh, the last couple of years, uh, I was working in a similar environment. I was helping host retreats. I think we've talked about that before, um, helping people build their legacy, uh, helping them find what that passion project was for them. Now it could be a passion project or it could be a job or it could be both. So it really depends. And I had a lot of fun with that and decided um, to continue doing that work, even though I was no longer with that particular organization. And um, in, despite all the other things I was doing, I just kept coming back to that. So this is going to be my new flagship focus, which is um, literally creating an impact by helping others create an impact. My goal is to help people build or expand 10,000 impact projects in the next 10 years. Oh, do you think maybe you should have a bigger goal? <laughs> <laughs> Most I mean likely. <laughs> don't sell yourself short, kid. You got lots of no, 10,000 in 10 years. That's that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and, and to me, this is a global conversation, um, which, you know, everything I do is always about a global conversation, whether it's been about joy, whether it's been about wholeness and healing. Uh, you know, I've been in motivational and training industry for a very long time. And but I feel like this is this is the one that's going to just is meant to be. So I'm really excited. I'd like you to do a couple things, ladies and gentlemen. One is go to anscotland.com and you can find out all the information about this new program as well as everything else that she does, including the book Live for Joy, which she has out there. It's a beautiful book. This is That's the type of book, uh, Anne, that you put on the coffee table when you're having your best people come over. It's, it's really well done, and, and they'll just pick it up and, and start looking through it. It is. It's a beautiful book. Everyone loves it. It's a, it's like a gift. Um, I think I only have my soft cover right here. Oh, well, um, I won't look down while I'm looking for it here. <laughs> my hard cover's over there. Um, but it's a beautiful, it's a beautiful book and it's really, um, motivation and inspiration. It's all original content. It's not a compilation, but for someone who wants to have some deep food for thought on a given day, you can choose from subjects or you can just open the book. Even if you have a minute or two, you get to really um, have a moment to do some self-improvement, have a takeaway, decide how are you impacting the life and, the, and, your, and your world, um, you know, and elements like finding joy is sharing joy. There's so much good stuff in there. So it's, uh, it's been an Amazon bestseller and um, another award-winning uh, award book as well. Another award just for you. Have you ever been on the red carpet yet? I have not the super big red carpet, but the, the shorter red carpets. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, and because I have to ask you, because I know your story a little bit, you were homeschooled. Mm -hmm. uh, you, so you were in a very quiet area that you didn't have a lot of in, in interaction with a lot of people and that kind of thing. And then you grew up and you became an actress. You said, I'm going to become something. And, <laughs> and being an actor was, was a, a really 
um, important in, in investment in time in your life. And that's led to a little bit of directing, a little bit of writing. And then at what point did you decide that becoming a, as you call it, a global citizen and really working for the betterment of all mankind, where did that come from? Mm. Well, you know, I think, um, from a very deep organic place and from very young, because I was trained um, in an extremely right-wing cult-like environment um, that the purpose that we had, you had a very specific purpose on earth, you know, to share that particular message and to um, bring people hope and comfort supposedly. And that's very specific and only that way. So that was a bit of a myopic take on it, but it was still one about giving back about making a difference help bringing people to something better. And I think even though my own journey has taken me on a lot of different roads between there and now, uh, that's still what brings me the most joy. And we talk about joy every time is seeing, putting smiles on others' faces, finding a way to help save our planet, to help each other. Here's the thing that's a little different. And, and I know my, my, my greatest talents, even though I love being a creative and an artist and an actor has always been basically teaching, teaching, coaching, nurturing, um, encouraging, motivating. I mean, being a motivator for a long time, that is where, that's where my lights come on and I, I really come alive. And I think making that difference is what brings me the most joy and satisfaction. And just knowing that you're going to leave the world a better place than you found it. And by the way, I also wanted to add that you have a, a wonderful podcast. Um, Thank you that I had the opportunity to be on. How'd I do, by the way? I haven't asked you. Oh, it was wonderful. Um, Heather on my team said, I think that was my favorite guest. Oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> tell, tell, tell Heather she's getting uh, hugs from me all over there. The place. She is. Yep, that she is. That she is. So, yeah. So my podcast has been like a seasonal podcast, if you will, which kind of goes back to my childhood and reflecting on uh, the, the, the show is called I'm Spiritual dot, 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 but, and it was kind of an in-depth look at what spirituality means without a particular agenda, but helping people, whether they're religious or not religious, find new ways to elevate and connect in their spiritual experience, whether they've, you know, come from a really unusual environment like I did, or whether they've never been religious, but they're looking for something more. Uh, we get to hear from the most amazing people, incredible journeys, incredible stories, and every single guest that I interview, I learn something and I take away that literally makes my life, including my spiritual life, so much richer. So um, this, it's it's available on, uh, well, on a lot of the audio, all the audio platforms, also YouTube. It happens to be on USA Global Network. So, or if you can just find that easily by going to the website, which is imspiritualbutt.com. And the secret that my producer doesn't know yet <laughs> do you need it do you need well, go ahead and then i'll then i'll i'll tell you what i'm gonna do okay um is that i'm probably that we're gonna shift that um this spring or early summer and it's going to be in a coming um a new version we're gonna like let that chapter close and we're gonna go straight into the social impact global impact league social entrepreneurship and we're gonna have a new global conversation about people who are interested in making a difference so i'm really excited about that <laughs> Congratulations. I think it's wonderful that you are embarking upon a global journey because not that we need it or anything. 
Well, I think that's the thing. And, you know, I'm the first person to, um, my heart will go out to many causes and some of the great, the good fights, you know, if you want to call it that, I don't really like that word, but some of the great campaigns and awarenesses that have been created over the last few years are so desperately needed. And we have people on those front lines, you know, calling for equal treatment in so many different ways. Uh, such important work. And also, I don't want us to forget amidst that, that it's not just about differentiating ourselves from each other, but it's also about coming full circle as part of the healing and regrowth process of our society and our world to find what we have in common and to really create that social bond. Uh, you know, I've traveled all over the world and there's never been a country or that I've been in or a person who you couldn't find something in common with right off the bat, even a smile. You know, we all kind of want the same thing. So if we combine, if we can also focus on our similarities and combine our efforts for the powerful, for the good, um, I think there's a lot of potential for healing and, and creating a new global conversation. You know, when I was a kid and we, I met, um, a young man that, that, uh, he was probably six or seven and I was like seven or eight and he, <laughs> was, he was Korean and he didn't speak any English. And so I did, had no idea how different a person like that could be. And then he started laughing and I said, Oh my God, he laughs just like us. And it's so, I mean, it's like, we all have such, such commonality. And we're all one and we all need to be connected mm -hmm. to each other. And if, and anything that I can do to help you in this work, I'm all in because I've got to tell you, and you are, you're a special human being and what you're doing is, is really, really cool. And now did this come to you? I'm guessing here, did this whole idea come to you at three o'clock in the morning when you woke up out of, out of a deep sleep and you were like, <laughs> I think I'm going to create this. Uh, pretty close. Uh, when I was working with a different organization, um, I realized how naturally this came. I've been an entrepreneur since, I don't know, I was, what, 13 or 14? <laughs> um, and, you know, even when you're an actress, you're really self-employed. That's that's the, the secret nobody tells you, warns you about. <laughs> but that, that's, um, that's true. So, you, so you've, been, you've been an entrepreneur for three or four years is all. Oh, three or four years. Yeah. Something like that. No. <laughs> and... Um, so, yeah, no, I think when I realized how much um, it was needed and how excited people got about having this conversation, I was like, wow, this is something new and different. And then I said, you know, that's, it could be a lot, you know, how, how do you kind of narrow it down? And I've been involved in some amazing nonprofit organizations. Uh, but I think that this is the time to kind of push the envelope to a new area and literally even following the example of, of Gen Z that the idea that you can make money helping people. It's not super straightforward, but there's a journey you can find. There are so many successful social entrepreneurs all around the globe, by the way. I was just reading an article about um, like high school graduates in, in Thailand who are doing this. And basically all that means is instead of waiting for government grants and having to fight and compete over who gets which dollar for which program, um, because, because as much good as the nonprofits do, it's also become a very competitive market. And if you're in a nonprofit, thank you for the work you do. And you know, it's a very competitive market. <laughs> um, you can't even get a job half the time um, at a nonprofit. <clears throat> is what if you can um, handle this like a business from day one? you set an objective. The objective is I'm either going to make this business specifically 
to help a particular group or a particular cause. And that's what we're actually going to do. And we're going to generate a product or service that can make money to support that cause. You still get paid. Or you say, I'm going to just sell XYZ product or service, and I'm going to give 40% of net profits or whatever that is to a specific cause. But it's kind of like when the business is set up, or you can hybridize from a business or, or you know, activity you have now, it's set up with the intention of making a social impact, social change, or environmental change. And secondarily, but very importantly, the ability to make money. Because I don't know about you. Yes, I do just a little bit because you're Kevin McDonald. <laughs> I don't know about you, but I have worked for free a lot of my life because I thought it was a really important cause. But we also have a right to make a living. And we also, um, when we're in our healthy and best self, um, we're going to be helping the world be in that's lead by example is what I say. I got to tell you a story, just a real quick one. This goes back to 2003 when I was doing KKNW on doing positive talk there. And I did not realize until the very end how much of an impact that show was having on people. And by that time it was too late I hasn't, wasn't able to profitize it enough to keep it going. So I had to walk away from it. And that actually hurt people at the <laughs> same time because we, we all have an impact. And regardless of what it is, whether it's being kind to the checker at the grocery store or it's, it's doing something on a global basis like you're doing, we all can do something positive for, for each other. And don't ever give up keep going, keep doing it. And because, and that's, that's why I'm working hard to, to profit, to make this show pay for itself so that I can continue to do it. And I can, because, and there are people like you who need to be heard, dang it. And I can't do that if I'm not on the air. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. It absolutely does make sense. And, and, and that people can just because you're helping people doesn't mean that you can't have a business model that also allows you to get paid. Now, are you going to become a billionaire doing it? Probably not, but you can be paid and make that difference and make an impact. And, and there's, there's ways to do it. And I'm going to be having uh, guest speakers coming into the program who've gone before and who've done really amazing things. Um, so I'm excited to share some of those. I'll give you an example. If you want an example, please. Okay. So when I was just at a conference, I spoke at in Washington, DC last month. And one of the women that I met there, her, um, her chosen profession is a baker. Like she bakes the most amazing food. She has a bakery, right? And through a long convoluted story that I won't try to retell her story, um, <clears throat> she began to have an interest in help rehabbing ex-con women. And I think she's based in Virgi West Virginia or Virginia right now, but I think West Virginia ex-con women to find jobs and develop new work skills that could help get them and then keep them employed. So what she's done is she has a for-profit business. She now has three bakeries. They're all run by ex-con women who bake the food, sell the food, run the stores, and a large portion of the net profits after the founder has also been given her salary uh, the net profits go right back into helping support ex-con women rehabilitate. That's an example, amazing example of what a real social entrepreneurship looks like or can look like. And not only that, it has ripple effects. 
throughout the entire society Absolutely. because you have a child that has a mother that is an ex-con and, and then if she's got a record, she can't get a job. And so she, they're kept apart because she can't, she can't provide a, a safe place for that child. And then they, she goes to work at this bakery and she works hard. And I know working in a bakery is not easy because you got to start <laughs> at like three o'clock in the morning for heaven's sake. <laughs> But you get to do that, and then you have it forms your self esteem again. You then can maybe go get your child back again, and it brings together a family and relatives, and everything. it can become a really impactful thing for many more people than that one individual. Don't you think? Oh, absolutely. Again, um, except being willing to accept that kind of opportunity, and then learning to lead by example is a huge part of being rehabilitated into or out of anything, right? Um, being, rehabilitated, being rehabilitated into citizenship, into employment, into just being part of the greater community. Absolutely. And I know um, that a lot of, um, there's a lot of other programs and services affiliated with this lady's um, company um, or collaborations where you have people who come in with education, with housing, you know, Pretty much, and this is part of why it's Global Impact League, because I don't care if it's just an after-school program in your small town that you want to start because you see a, dear, a real need or it's something you needed as a child and you didn't get. Um, the idea is there's already somewhere out, someone out there doing this. They might be in Australia or New Zealand or who knows where, um, but they're doing something so similar. Why would you want to reinvent the wheel when you could connect to a global conversation? You have individual projects but there's enough similarities to learn and grow and also just like become part of a community that says we're here to support each other making a difference. So not only do you get to make a difference, but you get support because I've seen in the past that a lot of the problems of very small nonprofits or new social entrepreneurships uh, is creating a sustainable business. And part of that is also just burning out and not having a coach, a teacher, not having other people in the community that you can come to who support you and encourage you and connect you with the right people, connect you with the right sponsors or investors. So it's a really great opportunity to, to connect the dots all the way around the world. Like you said, it affects the whole community and I think it affects the whole world. It does, you know, and can I, can I hold you up as an example? I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like on a banner now, like we're going into war and he's carrying this war banner. Oh, you know, that's my other hobby is medieval history. Sorry. Uh, oh, I, I had a gal on who, who was who talked about medieval history. We'll talk about that later, but yes, not, um, today. not today, but uh, I just wanted to hold you up as, as an example as you, as you've gone through life and you learned how to speak in front of people, you learned how to, to become an actress, you learned the experiences that you had in your coaching business and business and so forth. You're now because of the, and this happens to all of us because of the experiences that you've gained over time, you're now putting it together in a whole new way that is much bigger than any of its parts. Does that, do you feel that? Absolutely. The good, the bad and the ugly, all of it, all of it. Nothing is wasted. I feel that this really is the culmination of my nonlinear professional path, um, you know, for abundance of different reasons, because this is really bringing every piece together from the writing, from the acting, from the speaking, from, I mean, my goal is to literally travel the globe and teach these techniques all over the world. 
and and build a community, a global community. You know, I might start here at home where it's a little you know easier on the, to begin with, but I already have so many global connections. It's it's a really really exciting, it's a really exciting endeavor, and nothing is ever wasted. Whether it was unfortunate events in my childhood, whether it was a bad marriage and a bad divorce, whether it was whatever, I'm not saying I should wish or want for any of those negative things to happen. But what I learned from every single one of them, how I grew as a human being to become resilient, to overcome it, to have the determination and energy to charge on to the next thing and to not just become a victim forever. Um, all of that changes you and motivates you and, and you have tools, you have a whole plethora of tools and you relate to other people so much more. And I think that's partly why the more trials you go through, the more you begin to relate to your, your fellow humans and say, wow, you know, I used to be cocky or judge this or judge these kinds of people or this or that or the other. And it's like, nah, we're all in this together. So why don't we work together? Exactly. And what you, and what you do is really, is really the culmination of everything that you've put together over time. And it's, it really is cool to see. Now I got to ask you, because there are people in our audience that, that they may not be able to see you. So let me give So first of all, go to annscotland.com. <laughs> you can get, she's got a bunch of pictures up there and you can, you can, but you're, you're a very beautiful woman. You are uh, an actress. You've got lots of skills. You could be off just doing your own thing and the rest of us be damned. What is it about you that decided that you wanted to do this? I think because when you go through your own trials and you realize that the world is, can be a very crappy place to be. And that, you know, I've fought anxiety and depression my whole life for a lot of different reasons, some even genetic. And it's like, you know, I can either kind of just crumble and fall apart or I can be energized. And one of the gifts I was born with was a desire to help people. And that always energizes me. I mean, even as a little kid, I was that person who I liked to be helpful. I liked to help people. I mean, maybe that was part of my attention getting as a child. I don't know, but whatever it was that was making that happen, I liked to be helpful. I love having guests. I love making people happy. I love cooking amazing food. I just like bringing joy to people's lives. And so it's like, okay, I could either just focus on myself, which honestly could get very dull and very boring and very self-serving, or... Um, I can be energized by reaching out and giving back. Cause it's just like joy, Kevin, just like I always said. And when the book came out too, you get joy by giving joy. Well, how can you give something that you don't already have? It's surprising. Try it. Not everyone will react with a hundred percent return, but 90% of them will. You share a smile, you share a kind word, you do something to bring a little tiny bit of joy into someone else's day you get that back in spades most often. And, and the same is true with helping your fellow human beings in the world and helping the, the environment and whatever that thing is that is you're passionate about. Um, it's energizing. You know, it's one thing when you wake, drag yourself out of bed to go to work and kind of do like a nine to five, because, you know, we all have bills to pay. We all have to do that. But when you wake up excited about making a difference, even when it's hard, there's a sort of energy that comes to you when you see, like you said, Kevin, from your show a few years back that, you know, did go off the air for a while. When you see the impact you're making in other people's lives, if that brings you joy, if serving others brings you joy, 
then it's it's an energy. It's an energy all its own. And it it to me, it's just exponential. That energy overflows to the other people you're working with, who it flows to other people. We need more positive energy. I dare anyone to disagree with that in this <laughs> world environment right now. <laughs> well, hey, you know, and, and that's one of the reasons why I returned it to uh, Positive Talk Radio is because it's important it's important for all of us to recognize that that we can make a difference and it really is incumbent upon us all to work to make that difference because and even when you said uh um that you can smile at somebody and even if they don't smile back it's none of my business how you take what i give you but if i give you something positive and you ignore it you may come back in an hour a day a week or a month and say that was kind of weird, but that was kind of special, you know, and, but it's none of my business. My business is to put that energy out there. And if mm -hmm. you accept it, terrific. If you don't, well, terrific as well. By the way, we're talking with Anne Scotland and she is an extraordinary human being. And I'm, and I am real pleased to be able to call you a friend. Um, it's, it really is nice. And I, I really appreciate you. Um, we need to take a break. Sure. We are on Kixie. Uh, today now i also do shows on kknw 11 50 a.m monday wednesday and friday and then this of course is three o'clock on friday and we do kixie we do them all live and we bring some of the most incredible people on the planet just so that you can perhaps see something different something better a better way to be a better way to live your life and your family's life. And uh, we encourage you, listen to these shows on positivestockradio.net. Um, and also go to, before it goes away, and Ann Scotland's got the podcast, which I, I think is great. Uh, and it's called again. I'm spiritual, dot, 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 but. Yes, indeed. And we're going to talk about that in the second half, because I think there's a movement afoot of a lot of people that are not looking for, quote, unquote, religion they're looking for a better way to live and to be spiritual you're listening to kk or, <laughs> you're listening to kixie and this is uh, positive talk radio and we'll be right back after these messages hello everybody if i could have your attention please i have an important announcement to make just for you as you may know ptr is heard and seen on radio kknw and now kixie several websites, podcasts, YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, and most social media. At PTR, we believe in working together to make the world a better place. And because you're listening, we know that you're dedicated to the same. So we'd like to support your efforts by offering an outstanding multimedia package for you at a deeply discounted rate. As our partner, you'll receive commercial creation, both video and audio, at least 10 commercial plays per week, a monthly show to highlight your business and passion, exclusive website positioning with links, video shorts for social media, commercial plays on all shows, podcasts, KKNW, and Kixie. Your commercial is embedded into each episode and as a podcast is sent to over 50 different platforms. All shows are performed live and sent to Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter and stay there forever. Your podcast episodes are provided to you to use as you see fit. This one-time offer is only $250 a week based on a 13-week commitment. And as our partner, we are vested in your success and will do everything in our power to make it happen. However, there are limited spots available, so don't hesitate. Please email me at kevin at kmmedia.pro. 
and let's get the ball rolling. When you want to say more than words communicate, you can with flowers. Your custom boutique floral studio in Bothell, Washington is anaturaldesign.com, connecting you to nature through the language of flowers. Where your people are is where our flowers are beautiful. Your success is our goal. anaturaldesign.com at your fingertips today. Hey there, I would personally like to thank you for making Positive Talk Radio part of your day. Whether you like podcasts or the radio show, we're glad to have you along. I'd love to hear from you with thoughts about the show and ways that we can make it even better. You are the reason we do these shows, because the more people we can touch, the better we can make the planet and our time here just magnificent. Please contact me, Kevin, at kmmedia.pro with any thoughts, comments, or suggestions. And thank you for being in my dream. And welcome back, everybody, to Positive Talk Radio right here on Kixie. We have Ann Scotland with us. She is a Global Impact League leader, and she is destined for great things she's already done great things for heaven's sakes um but i wanted to ask you because i was looking at you know ai is the big deal nowadays mm -hmm. so i looked uh, i looked at it and uh, I, I said uh so how big is spirituality not religion but spirituality mm -hmm. and and um it came back with don't know whether this is accurate or not but it came back with 75 percent of the people are looking for better ways to live their lives in a more influential, positive manner. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's not a direct quote, but that's close. Mm -hmm. And do you find in your work and the people that you're around that that is kind of true? I do. It's really interesting. I, I think that might actually be a, a, a fairly accurate estimate because I would say out of 10 people that I maybe strike up that conversation with, one or two might say, oh, I just... I never really even thought about spirituality before. Like that's just not really part of their entire lifestyle from either their education, their background, their family. Like, honestly, I've never given it much thought. And I'm like, okay, awesome. That's like such an honest answer. And I really appreciate hearing that. Um, most other people um, are somewhere on an unusual spectrum of either they have a practice or they have a religious uh, community that they love and prosper in but they're always looking to elevate to the next step. How do you work through things like fear, guilt, shame to a more um, uplifted version of a spiritual experience? Or they, they were in a religious experience, a religious organization, they've taken a break and now they're just kind of floundering. So they're like, well, do I have to be atheist if I'm not you know, attending my place of worship? Like, what, do I, what happens to me then? And I always tell them, well, I tried to be atheist for a couple of years. It went very badly. Um, so <laughs> nothing against the atheists out there. In fact, we aim to have a couple on our show because I think that every aspect of the conversation is partly that should be covered. But most people are looking for a way to elevate, to become more connected with whatever that is, whether you want to call that the divine, your higher self, your subconscious, um, ancient inherited wisdom, whatever that is for you. People want to be connected to something bigger and feel that they have meaning and purpose. And often that is found in serving others, like we keep talking about as well. 
it's awfully hard in our, our world today where everything is based upon a lot of it's based on money and power and all of the, and it doesn't necessarily, not all of us are going to have boatloads of money or boatloads of power. And so it can be disempowering to a lot of us who would like to be, have a bigger impact and whether that impact is locally, like, like in some cases, or it's, it's nationally or it's internationally, it's important that you follow your dreams. And that's why at the top of the show, I said, what's your passion? And then this, and, the, and this lit up, you lit up, <laughs> you, you just lit up. <coughs> well, I think that's, it's true. And that's what people, um, sometimes are like, well, someday when I have more time, when I have more money, maybe when I retire, I will do something that makes a difference in a more consistent way. Um, and not everybody wants to start a, you know, a new business or a new organization. Some people want to be, car be part of something that already exists, which is wonderful. It doesn't matter. What matters is, do you feel fully fulfilled in your life um, with what you're doing right now? Honestly, that's the most simple question. Now, quite honestly, there are a lot of people who are very content to just kind of self-serve and make a living and entertain themselves until they die, which is one choice. I'm not criticizing, but truly. Or if you're the kind of person who feels like, yeah, I do want to make an impact. It can be different. Some people want to leave a legacy, which is a little bit of like a, a proud ego in there, but not necessarily a bad thing. Like they want to leave a legacy behind when they go. Some people just say, I just want to make a difference now. I want to save the planet. Um, a lot of people find their passion around an area that they have struggled in their own life. Uh, you know, if someone came from the system as a child and if they were living in, in foster care or juvie or they have those experiences, they may very likely often want to make an impact in the areas where they struggled. So when you look back over the course of your life, like where do you feel that little kind of pinch um, or else a calling to, you know, step in and make a change. Cause it doesn't take a lot to, to start making an impact. It can be so simple. And that's partly what I teach people. I think most people don't step into it cause they just don't know how to start. They're like, I don't know where to start. Um, I don't know where to find the resources. How do I get a strategic plan for this vision? How do I follow through? Who, who's going to support me? Who do I go to adv for advice? Those are the questions that most people ask. And so they just put it on the shelf of good intentions. And it just sometimes often stays there forever. Let's give uh, our audience a little bit of a of a lesson on what we're talking about here. Can you give us some tips, some ideas, some thoughts on how, if you are sitting in your car in rush hour traffic in Seattle on a Friday afternoon, which I, a lot of you are, and you are contemplating, how can I make my life better? How can I make my family go better? How can I do things a little bit differently? Um, but they have no idea how. Like you mm -hmm. said before, can you give us some tips? Yeah. I mean, it really depends on kind of what is pressing your heart. You know, for some people, you're just in an emo feeling emotionally challenged at the moment. Um, you know, I worked in emotional wellness for a long time and um, you just feel like your joy is gone. You need to find some reason for getting up in the morning um, to enjoy your life better. Sometimes, you know, we have the end of relationships or jobs or the end of perfect health. And we feel like we're really at the end of a rope when 
we actually, whenever there's an end, that's the beginning of something new. It's the beginning of a new chapter. And the beauty of that, and I can say that, having had learned to be a very resilient person <laughs> over the course of my life, is you get to be creative and find that thing that really calls to you. I know I've said um, on in my story on some of your um, the other shows that you know after um, my divorce and everything that went down with that. I also, I was really depressed for a couple of years and I had had a, uh, a really great mentor who had once told me, if you really feel stuck and down and you can't seem to get out of it, because that was true. I pretty much like laid on the floor and cried and watched TV for about a year. Uh, then get up off your backside and go help someone else. And that's literally what pulled me out of that dark spot was I got up. I reached out to Amnesty International. I said, how can I get involved? I, I have energy to do something. I need to feel needed. I want to feel like I make an impact. I want to know that there's some purpose to my life, even though my personal life is in chaos right now. And that was literally what shifted the energy for me was working to help other people. It really gets you out of your own head, especially when you have your problems and no one's saying they're nothing. And then you start helping people in other parts of the world and you realize the size of their problems and they're still happy <laughs> often, you're like, whoa, okay. So a little dose of perspective is a great way to boost yourself out of a stuck place. <laughs> Boy, no kidding. No kidding. I uh, drove bus with a guy who came from uh, uh, Kenya and he, his, he was son of, his father was a chief of the village. And I said, so what did the, what did you guys do? And he said, well, every morning we would get up and we would go walk and get water. Well, how, how long did it take you to walk and get water? It was six miles round trip to, to get water. And we complete, we, most of us, some of us it needs to change, but most of us have got clean water and, and stuff. So the, you're right. The perspective of where we are and where we have the ability to go is far different than or where, what am I going to eat today? Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, it's, it's a tremendously different, it's a tremendously different experience. And we, although we have those challenges, even in our Western cultures, we still have hungry people. We still have homeless people. Uh, you know, there's, there may be people listening now who are like, I, I don't even know where to turn. Well, the good news is that what I'm doing, what you're doing, what other organizations are doing is we're pairing up people who need help with people who want to give it support, rehab, help you get back on your feet. So one of the things that was hard for me to learn was accepting help over the course of my life. Sure. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm firstborn type A Capricorn, if you like, I can do it all myself. I mean, that's, I'm sure where some of my drive comes from, but also it could be a real curse because when you can't, when you're physically and psychologically broken, when you don't have a job, when you don't, you know, you're not going to have a home soon when you're in that position, you have to say, okay, it's my turn to accept help, to let someone support me, to give me guidance, to help me rebuild, whether that's financially, whether that's emotionally, psychologically, whether you're going to see a counselor or whether you need to, you know, help go to a program that can help you get back on your feet economically. These things exist, but we also have to be willing to receive because your energy changes when you have had to receive it's very humbling. Yep. Now you know how other people feel when you're trying to give. 
And this is sometimes where there's a disconnect between, say, very wealthy people who do amazingly good things in the world by donating huge amounts of money, but very little connecting to the people who are at the receiving end. You know, that's kind of a them versus us. It can be a little bit disconnected sometimes, not all, but some. Whereas when you know you've been in a place that you had to receive, you have a degree of empathy and um, human humanity when you connect with someone, knowing that they're going through that same discomfort often. So it's, it's like I say, nothing is wasted. <laughs> <laughs> what would you say to somebody? Because I see this all the time where somebody does something nice and you say, thank you. And they say, oh, it's nothing. Or it, it, because people don't like to receive uh, mm -hmm. those things because it makes them feel a little bit uncomfortable. What would mm -hmm. you tell those people that, that just say you're welcome or, or whatever? What would you say to them? Or thank you. Uh, go take an acting class. <laughs> <laughs> because that was gently beat out of me over the course of many years because in, in that field, you're being taught to be authentic so that you can represent a character. And it was also very common that you had a lot of people who felt uncomfortable accepting praise, which seems weird, right? Because you think, well, actors, they want to be in the spotlight. That's the whole point. But I've, you know, had so many acting teachers take the compliment, just take the compliment, tell them, thank you. Don't say, oh, I could have done better. I sucked at this. No, just take it, receive it, truly receive it. And I've talked to people who said, well, but when people give me a compliment, I feel like they're just being disingenuous. Like they're just like, they're not genuinely, they're just like, oh, you look amazing or this, or, you know, your, your show is the best I've ever seen. And you're like, yeah, that can't possibly be true. Because we all tend to have a kind of, most of us tend to err on the side of a low self-esteem as opposed to the super high self-esteem people. So we're kind of like, oh no, it's fine. Um, but it's really empowering when you're willing to accept a compliment. Um, yes. It changes something inside you and it doesn't allow you to be an island. No man is an island. No woman is an island. When you won't even take a compliment, you're basically ostracizing everyone around you who might truly and deeply appreciate you. And many people do. So this is one more way to practice what you're preaching and being willing to share and help other people is only the most effective when you're also willing to receive. So make that a part of your, your daily challenge. You'll, you'll experience really unusual and, and interesting transformations within yourself. I guarantee it. If you give it a shot. That's that is a real good tip. Here's another one. When you give a compliment to somebody, please, please, please do not follow it up with, but. <laughs> Don't say, don't say, you know, you did a really nice job playing today, but you could have done this better. You could have done this. Better. And, and that goes on longer than the compliment. And so eventually all the person hears is, but nah, 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 nah. they don't even hear the compliment anymore. Well, yeah. And, and that's, and that's kind of where a lot of us have got our programming around not accepting compliments. Cause we feel like we put ourselves in a vulnerable position. Like if you open and accept it, then if that person keeps going, you know, our subconscious is like, oh no, now do I have to open and accept all the negative stuff they're sending me? Um, well, we can learn to have filters and boundaries so that definitely can help us individually. But yeah, when you're sharing the compliment, there's a time and place for everything, right? 
there's a time and place to celebrate and there's a time to learn and grow. So when you have something to celebrate, celebrate for goodness sakes, enjoy it, really find your joy in your life and share that with those around you. And when you're back to the drawing table and you're back, you know, when you're after the game, when you're practice at ball practice for the next game, let's go through the technical stuff. Let's learn how to make this better. But let's not let that steal the joy from the wins we have. And, and let's, let's, let's accept all of us have worked really hard really hard to get this far in life. I don't care what you do or how much you make, just staying alive is a challenge enough. So if you've made it this far, you deserve some compliments on job well done. You're still kicking. This is awesome. <laughs> Accept it and learn to be a little kinder to yourself too. We won't even start with that. Giving yourself compliments, being able to acknowledge in your head that you are valuable because the more you realize that you are valuable, you're the only one of you on the whole planet. You're the only one of you that will ever exist. You start realizing how your contribution can also be really unique. And then you're like, huh, maybe I really can make a difference. And you are just by being here, you can make a difference. It's, Absolutely. It's, 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 it's really cool. And uh, we've got just a little bit of time left. And um, I just wanted to say thank you for being here. And if somebody wants to join your efforts, um, I don't know, Mr. Gates, are you listening? Um, Global, <laughs> Global Impact League, how can somebody reach you to talk about that and how they can maybe contribute? Sure. So you can go to globalimpactleague.com. Uh, or you can also just go to my website and scotland.com. You'll get connected either way. And you're welcome to reach out to me directly. My email is contact at anscotland.com. Um, I see those emails personally. So reach out and I will respond to you. Please let me know that you heard it today on Kixie. Um, and yes, so in May, I have a five-week uh, Changemaker Challenge coming up, which is basically like an intro to the Global Impact League. It's helping people find, like decide what cause they're most passionate about if they don't know already, start learning the basics of how they can create change without fancy funding, um, discovering top secrets of, of, of very successful social entrepreneurs and, and starting their strategic plan and getting motivated, finding around you uh, that community that wants the same thing, that we want to connect. We, want, we need joy. We need love. We need positive energy in the world right now. And that's not going to happen if we all just sit on the couch and watch the news and get more and more depressed. It's going to happen if you switch off a few things and actually like start talking to the person near you start paying attention to the people around you um, and your own health and wellness. So if you're interested in any of the Global Impact League and the longer term programs as well, just go to globalimpactleague.com. You know, I'm really sad because I used to be a news junkie. And so I would come home and I would turn on the CNN or the MSNBC or occasionally if I felt really like being angry, I'd turn on Fox. And in any... <laughs> And, and so I can't, I can't spend a lot of time on them anymore because mm -hmm. they don't, they're not serving us to fix anything. All they're doing is um, having conversations and complaining about uh, what is not what could be. Mm -hmm. And so I advise you to get off the couch and go to your computer, go look up Global Impact League, talk to Ann and see how you can be of service. Because everybody, I think, being of service, I don't know about, well, I think being of service is positive for everybody, isn't it? It is for me. I think so. 
I think so. Now, is every experience you're ever going to have positive? No, because we're still in the real world and because, you know, not everything works out exactly as you wish. And there's always interpersonal stuff that happens. But overall, being of service gives you energy. It gives you satisfaction and, and an understanding of your value in the world over and above just what you've done and do in your everyday life. And it really helps other people, too. When you start seeing how you're making an impact, how you're making a change, it just creates a new level of energy in your own life. So here's my challenge. Even if you're doing it for selfish reasons so that you're getting your, your own uplift of joy, <laughs> reach out and see how you can start uh, making a change. And if you already are, that is amazing. And if you need more support in it, that's amazing. Reach out. And if you have a great story to share with other people who could use it, reach out because we really are a family. And I used to be a, 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 I used to be a news junkie too. And after a few epic events in the world, I had to just lay off for a while and nothing wrong with the news, but I'm a very sensitive person. I'm empathic. I have, I'm very attuned to the energies around me. And I know my gifts are teaching and healing in whatever sense you want to call that emotional, psychological, changing the world. Um, I'm not going to be a politician. I'm not, that's not my road. That's not my fight. I vote. Yes, I do. But for me, healing, repairing, bringing joy, that's my gift. So find your gift and use it to make a difference. You know, I found that at a very early age because I was actually as a, um, I was a host at a Denny's. Um, I had started as a graveyard dishwasher and worked my way all the way up to host. And uh, so I was doing what I normally do, which is be silly. And this guy comes up to pay and, the, and there was a waitress standing right next to me. And he goes, you know, this Denny's has a different feel to it than the other Denny's does. And the, the gal whose name is Sylvia, she, she just pointed at me and said, that's because of him. Uh, it's, it's, so you can awesome. have an impact regardless of where wh what you're doing and who you are. And you can make somebody feel better that day. That's all that this is about. Or worse. Uh-huh. <laughs> because I, truly, you're making an impact every single day. It's just how, what impact are you making? If you want to do some soul searching, do that. What impact are you making? Because you're influencing everyone around you, whether that's virtual, whether that's in person. Um, so have a think because um, how would you like to impact? And just know what you put out you get back. So if you're putting out a lot of negativity, a lot of um, discontent, um, you'll probably keep getting that. I'm not going to go into psychology today, but just as a word of, <laughs> of helpful hint. <laughs> it, is, it is, but it's a fact. It is the way it is. And it's kind of like a universal law. And, it is. And there are, there are some of those that are out there. And Scotland has been our guest today. I just, I, you know, every time I talk to you, I run out of dang time. <laughs> I would like, love to be able to talk to you more, but go to uh, annscotland.com or globalimpactleague.com and find out all the information about her. You can make a difference and you can make a difference with her or you can decide that you want to do it on your own and you go build a radio show or you do something special. Um, that's totally up to you. Just do it with passion and with gusto. Thank you, Anne, for being here. And uh, you're listening to Positive Talk Radio. And by the way, be kind to one another because each other's all we've got. We'll see you Monday. 